Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1090, June 5th, 2023. 99 degrees, 99 on this day, two years ago, 2021. And 40 degrees on this day in the year 2000. You know perfectly well that the swimming season upon us. And I got a note from Pat Conley who writes, Hey, Joe, what's that company that keeps weeds out of my swimsuit area? That would be Aquaside, Pat. That's Aquaside. If you own a lake home or have a pond on your property, you want to keep weeds out of your swimsuit area, you call Aquaside. They've been keeping swimming beaches pristine for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products that take care of everything from weeds to algae. The products are... Easy to use. They work quickly. They're made right there in White Bear Lake, and they're approved by the EPA and DNR. Call Aquaside. Explain to them what you think your problem is. They'll get you the right products, and your place will look great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. This is really cool. A guy, uh, uh, Joe Lowmiller, sent me a copy of a graph graphic that an Alaskan climatologist, Brian Brettschneider, did. And what he did, without knowing it, uh, in Garage Logic concept, he followed the first 70-degree day all throughout North America mm. with a garage door opener. And it, it ranges from uh, Florida over uh, on December 31st to uh, up around... Uh, Columbus, Ohio on May 1st, and it goes on and on and on uh, July 1st in, at some town in Alaska, which is not named. But the point is it was 13,909 miles following the first 70-degree day wherever he ended up. And uh, I think that's fantastic. It took him 357 miles, in, well, whatever. It's a, it's a nice deal. I don't get it. You want to take a year-long road trip? in which the highest temperature is close to 70 degrees the whole time. Yeah. Uh, Alaska climatologist Brian Brettschneider has mapped the course. Oh. It starts in San Diego on January 1, is near Minneapolis in June, Fairbanks in July, and takes you into Florida in December. So what he uh, so he wasn't necessarily tracking the first 70 he created a road trip in which wherever he went, it was 70. Oh, that uh, now nah, that I totally get, and I want that. You do, huh? You don't I, like it hot, do you? I want it right now. Yeah. For me, there's <laughs> nothing more enjoyable than driving around the country. And if it could be 70 or in the 70s every day, what else could you possibly want out of life? I can't drive that long. My back goes out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I'm blaming it on driving. I, I think that's because you don't drive enough. Maybe. <laughs> a couple of emailers had a great point about our discussion of the democratic socialist platform that we went through. The mm -hmm. DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America, uh, many of whom are right here uh, holding political 
seats uh, in the legislature and on the city councils in St. Paul and Minneapolis. And one of the things the DSA has been adamant about is the elimination of police and prisons and uh, cut the funding of police until it reaches zero. And presumably they think it will then go away. Uh, Rick Grosshong in Edmond, Oklahoma writes, Hail the Flashlight King. Hail Hail you. you. Your discussion today regarding the DSP proposals, this is dated uh, uh, last, I guess we discussed it Thursday? Well, whatever. Was enlightening, frustrating, and as I thought about it, almost funny. Among the things they propose are abolishing prisons, cutting military, and abolishing the police. They also propose severely raising taxes on the wealthy and on businesses while they increase environmental regulations. What I don't understand is how they think they're going to enforce all these new regulations and collect all those new taxes when they've taken away the law enforcement and the threat of prison. Socialism, communism has been tried many times, and it fails every time, always to the detriment of the citizens. But maybe these people are so smart they can finally make it work this time. Thanks. Pushing back from the freedom-loving state of Oklahoma. And Kelly in North Carolina has the great point uh, on the 6-1 podcast. It was Thursday, I guess, we did that, huh? Yeah. You talked about how they want to do away with the police. Bad idea. Yet these are the same people who want to keep a database if they hurt, if you say something that hurts their feelings. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. That's a great point. They want a database if you say something untoward about them or a group or a protected political class. So, but they want no cops or no prison. So what are you going to do to me? So what if you read behind the lines and you put your tinfoil hat on and the black helicopters flying over? I'm thinking, because I love conspiracies, that this means we're going to get rid of all local police and just have state police. Maybe that's it. State police to enforce the state's laws. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an incredible situation. Uh, we're swamped in it. And I tried. And we've got I got you, Kenny. Okay. I got you. A uh, man losing sight with nature. Oh, God. We've got a Yellowstone situation. Oh, God, I saw some horrible footage from Yellowstone. Oh, the people trying to take selfies with buffalo? They deserve They deserve whatever the bison gives out. Yep. Whatever, whatever it hands them, that's what they deserve. Well, this one's worse. These are idiots who said that over Memorial Day weekend, visitors placed a newborn elk yep. into their car yep. and drove it to the local police station. <laughs> yep. The elk later ran off, and its condition is unknown. Approaching wild animals can drastically affect their well-being, and in some cases their survival, park rangers said in a news release. When an animal is near a campsite, trail, boardwalk, parking lot, on a road, or in a developed area, leave it alone and give Mm -hmm. it space. This is amazing. A woman visiting Yellowstone National Park was seen taking a selfie uh, dangerously close to bison. Last month, a visitor was seen taking a selfie dangerously close to Bison while visiting Biscuit Basin in Yellowstone National Park. Video captured on May 20 in Wyoming shows a woman standing right next to a bison which was lying down, and the person who recorded the video said they were in a bit of disbelief by the woman's actions. Yeah. And people try to shout him down, too, and tell him not to. doesn't slow him down a bit. No. Another man pleaded guilty 
and was fined after he intentionally disturbed the newborn bison calf in an unfortunate incident that resulted in the animal's death. Yeah. He approached the bison in Lamar Valley near the convergence of the Lamar River and Soda Butte Creek. The calf had been separated from its mom when a herd of bison crossed the Lamar River. The man pushed the baby bison up from the river and onto the roadway, and visitors later observed the calf walking up to cars and following people. The poor calf was looking for its mother, and this moron disturbed the calf. Just like, what do you think happened with the baby elk? Somebody probably thought it was sick or something and took it to the police station. Where it then said, what's wrong with you people, and took off. I, 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 uh, yeah, we got a stupidity problem. <laughs> I don't think? understand how they, there's signs everywhere, Such. I know. There's instructions. It's in the little pamphlet BS they hand you when you go in the gate. Mm-hmm. But they're so cute. Yeah. How are you, Johnny Height? I'm good. And Thank we have Ross in because Reavers has to attend that always purposeful fifth grade graduation <laughs> today. And uh, that's beyond my comprehension. But I did go to an eighth grade uh, graduation. I can see eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade makes sense. It's I suppose fifth. there was a day when the eighth grade was really important because there was a day when a lot of kids, that was it. They stopped at eighth grade. You so. get one, maybe two graduations, high school and college. Well, I, I'm not going to disagree. I'm not going to your college graduation unless you're my kid. I told this kid who graduated from eighth grade that he didn't need to go to high school. Just go get a job. Start working. <laughs> do they do fifth because that's now on to middle school for most? I have no idea. I still think that's crazy. Who is, who is this? Who is talking? Ross. Well, he introduced me, so I figured I'd at least say something. <laughs> no, the one I attended... Not not even one word was uttered about holding your applause until the conclusion. Yeah. And you could hear a pin drop the whole time. No um, one said a peep until nice. they were all done. What about we are gathered here today on land that has been stolen? Did not hear that. Did not hear that. All right. I think it was one square block that was not stolen. <laughs> <laughs> And then I watched a fifth grader play baseball in a little park that was right out of, uh, who's the who's the artist we're thinking of? Norman, Norman Rockwell. Norman Rockwell. And uh, an adult came over to me and he said, you're in a cultural bubble of sanity here. And I felt like it. I, I the, the baseball was terribly competent for that level. I couldn't believe the level I've, I was watching. And then that graduation the previous night where not a peep was heard, I thought, this is very strange. But, uh, and I have, I have great news about downtown Chicago. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Before you get to downtown, what about crazy parents in the um, audience of the baseball game? Were there any screaming moms or dads? Nope. Nobody going after the umps? No, nope. Me. I called them Cyclops a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so the guilty party. Because my kid was pitching. The, the guilty party was you. Yeah, I got an out of town visitor. Uh, hooligan, out of town hooligan. Hooligan from out of town. All right, on to downtown. Oh, Taylor Swift. I didn't go. Uh, oh, I got to yeah. have a rectal exam and go to a Taylor Swift Soldier country. Field. Three straight nights in Soldier Field Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And there wasn't a problem. 
Not oh. a problem. Nice. Uh, nice. Which is, you know why? I don't it, know why. It's all moms and teenage yeah. girls. And they uh, <laughs> and the occasional uh, poor sucker dad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Super 70 Sports was there with his daughter. <laughs> and all he could of... think of was how many yards Walter Payton got in that place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, not a, and I was so pleased at that, uh, grateful that there was no, uh, no violence, there was no disruptions. And three nights of the most perfect weather you could ever find anywhere. Just ama- first time I've been down there Wait. where the weather was perfect. So it wasn't 90 and humid like it no, was here? No, it was about 78 and perfect. Oh, wow. Every God. single minute. Wow. I, I've never seen anything like it because the, uh, the family joke is that when I arrive and we do something, it's always memorable because of how lousy the weather is. Yeah. <laughs> it was a four T-shirt day on Saturday here. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Rook, was... what's your deal? That's where you went to the um, Sears Tower on a foggy day, right? Went to the Sears Tower. It was so foggy, I didn't see anything. That cost a couple hundred bucks to go to the top of that. (laughs) Went on a boat ride of the harbor on a Memorial Day. Oh, I've done that at night. Yeah, that was about 36 degrees. Oh, yuck. Uh, Been to some bad places, uh, always bad weather, Uh, Went to a place called the Volo Museum once. It's actually a pretty famous museum. I've car, heard of it. Car yeah. museum. Yeah, yeah. And one of the kids there started crying because they have a a war uh, a war wing with uh, tape being played of people sh- getting shot and moaning and oh, and who doesn't uh, like that? So the kids started bawling, and then in the, in the hallway was Obama sitting on a plastic chair, yard chair, that you know, made statue Joe of cry. Obama, and I started crying. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, so. It sounds like this was your most perfect trip. This worked. Okay, this was. This How was, was traffic coming home? Not bad at all. In How fact, was e- such a Minnesota question. How was eastbound ninety? Um, when you were westbound, on I don't Sunday. go ninety. I go all the way ninety-four. He was eastbound and down. Well, well he kind of northbound into the down. same thing. Yeah. Well, ninety cuts off and goes over to Lacrosse. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. I am late because I had a meeting at the airport about the new program, Minnesota or uh, MSP Reserve program. Mm-hmm. It's a virtual queue line where if you make an appointment through this program, you don't have to wait in that long line. In the security. Well, thing. why wouldn't everybody just make an appointment? Then the line is just as long. Uh, only in fifteen-minute increments, so you have to a set time to do that. Huh. So that's why I could not miss this meeting. It started at eleven, so I apologize. Well, is this something that you would advise people to do? Uh, if I yeah, if I'm traveling and I know it's going to be backed up at Terminal Two, I would definitely do that program mm-hmm. for sure. Now, it's, if, it's if you free. knew if you knew that GL was going to start. Recording at 12 o'clock every day. You know, I told them that. I told the uh, executive manager of operations that, you know, this show starts at noon no matter what. Right. (laughs) Right. If you're here, you're here. If you're not, you're not. (laughs) And and for most of us, that means being on hand and ready at the very latest, 1145. Exactly. And I, you know, I can be reached via telephone at all times. Here it is, 1215. (laughs) Why do you have the pipes today? I have, uh, I don't have a cold. I must have a cold, but I don't have any... You got the pipes. I, I was sneezing yesterday, so it's not allergies, but I have the Barry White. Hey, pipes. get this. I've Don't been blowing my nose and sneezing like crazy. Same. Around here in Chicago, I didn't. 
Don't they have mm. pollen in Chicago? Oh, it's that lake yeah. effect deal. Maybe it's the lake. Yeah. I thought for here it might have been that Canadian smoke. But they That's would be gone. Get- oh. Well, then I don't know what I have. But, Barry White, I do love you. I don't think it's gone, Joe, according to my newscast coming up. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sure. Bits and pieces are are (laughs) Such you can also find relief on the North Shore. Are we going to do a show today, or are we going to just sit here and uh, pass the time? I have have a serious question about a news item. The sonic boom in D.C., where that that, uh, plane, unfortunately, went down in such a horrific way. Why are they putting it on themselves and saying a sonic boom and all this stuff? And then the end story is, oh, the grandma and her um, mom died, and these people died. It's about 10 seconds. Not. I'd like to know more about that family and what they went through and stuff like that, but the D.C. people are making it sound like they were put through hell. I, I think what they're trying to do is, uh, because it flew over the Capitol, that's, I think that's probably the lead in the story, and they had to scramble the jet for the sonic boom. Uh, I, I don't know about the rest of it, about the, the, the common citizens of Washington. I don't know that that's really... My question is, did the fighter jet get to the um, other jet in time to do something? The military claims the deployed military jet had nothing to do with the crash of the plane. But was it in the area, in the region? Did the pilot of the fighter jet see the other plane go down? Don't know if he saw it, but was in the region. And the boom, the sonic boom resulted from him trying to get there quickly. And the reason the sonic boom is in the news because it turned out to be so unnerving for the oh. people of Washington, I, I completely agree with that, but they made their story be the boom rather remember, than this poor family lost Remember their... when they used to happen all... I bet you heard a million of them, John, out in Nodak. I've heard uh, them. They were, the used to days, be here. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. used to be here frequently. Yeah. All right, you want to do a show? I, wanna ha- I, I don't want to. Hit the theme. Let's go. But it's hard for me to believe to. what's happening with, with Target, the Target stores. Oh, it's hard yeah. for me to believe. Uh... And this is Fox News, and so the naysayers are going to say, well, sure, that's Fox. But it's on various other sites as well, and the latest being that, you know, Target gives away a lot of money. And among the uh, grantees that get money from Target, and and John has done some uh, work on this, uh, is a group that would wish to uh, undo Mount Rushmore. Uh, believing it to be an in, an international symbol of white supremacy. Uh, also, the same group wishes to demilitarize the violent U.S. military. The same grantee also supports the destruction of Israel's Jewish character through what is called the Palestinian Law of Return and implementing economic warfare tactics against the Jewish state, such as boycotts and sanctions to free Palestine. Uh, another Target Foundation grantee said parents must teach specifically white children about systemic racism and to see color. It also claimed that capitalism maintains a role in perpetuating racism. Uh, that would be similar to the platform of the Democratic Socialists of America who hold capitalism in contempt for a variety of reasons. Now, I I would imagine uh, Target, uh, one way they would answer this is, well, look, we give a lot of money away. We can't really be sure of every possible Mm -hmm. 
use. But mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. my point would be, well, then get a better money giveaway. Right, right. I'm not take. That's not a valid. Uh, get excuse. a better grant giveaway. Right. Yep. The Target Foundation's web page reflected that it funded. This is where Johnny Heidel come in. It funded the NDN Collective in 2022. That's a South Dakota-based nonprofit with a revenue stream that has reached as high as $50 million, according to its 2021 tax filing. NDN operates with a racial equity lens and is dedicated to building indigenous power through organizing, activism, philanthropy, grant-making, and narrative change. NDN identifies as intersectional, which is an idea coined by a critical race theorist, Kimberly Crenshaw, holding that America is inborn with structurally racist and misogynistic systems, and they can intersect upon an individual to to perform, to form numerous layers of persecution. Uh, By joining forces with other oppressed groups, NDN hopes to move towards liberation. Uh, The organization's campaign, Land Back, called for America to give up its public land. The closure of Mount Rushmore, return of that land and all public lands in the Black Hills, South Dakota, is our cornerstone battle, NDN said. Not only does Mount Rushmore sit in the heart of the sacred Black Hills, but it is an international symbol of white supremacy and colonization. To truly dismantle white supremacy and systems of oppression, we have to go back to the roots, which for us is putting indigenous lands back in indigenous hands. Uh, John, what did you find out about NDN? Uh, the group is uh, an indigenous organization. Looks like it started out uh, as a Native American rights kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, and grew from there on their cover page. Uh, their uh, main topic is climate justice. And in fact, there's a picture of many indigenous folks with Greta Thunberg. Oh. So I'm assuming Greta must have made a stop in South Dakota. Well, she's, she's very knowledgeable. Yeah. Uh, Then uh, they continue on with racial equity, education equity, and land back, which you already talked about. And uh, the land back thing covers everything that you talked about, basically getting uh, lands back to indigenous people and mechanisms and systems that would disconnect from the stewardship of the land, meaning police, military, industrial complex, prisons, criminal justice system, and ICE, returning indigenous lands back to indigenous hands. And uh, that's it. And then they have their own. There's a separate page that goes to land back uh, that can. Give well, they also the support Israel giving up its Jewish character. That but, is part of the land back uh, movement that they. Uh, what does have that have to do with Native Americans? What does it have to do with selling Pampers? Right. <laughs> right. I don't go to Target. I'd like to tell you it's because of this, but it's just I don't like stores. Yeah, I've been boycotting Target for years. Not a shopper type of guy. All of my boycotts, though, are accidental boycotts. Me too. If the parking lot's crowded, Kenny, you're boycotting. (laughs) I'm just actually boycotting all of humanity is what what I'm doing. (laughs) Where Target makes the big mistake is... 
people are going to Target to get the necessities. They're not going to Target because Target is uh, right. giving money to this group or another group or the Catholics or the Jews. That's not why I shop at Target because who they support with their grant money. Land Back also supports Israel giving up its Jewish character by opening the floodgates to those who identify as Palestinian refugees. After Israel gave up the Gaza Strip, in 2005, under pressure from the Bush administration, the former Israeli territory became what some analysts call a missile launch pad. It is operated and controlled by the Hamas terror group. On that note, Landback also uses the phrase, which has long been interpreted by some as genocide, call for the elimination of the Jewish state. Hmm. Uh my God, this goes on and on and on. The U.S. military is in the explicit business of taking away from the communities all around the world, using their presence on their land to carry out their own agenda for the inhabitants of that area. Violence is a fundamental for the U.S. to maintain its presence, and the military is how they establish dominance domestically and internationally wherever they may be. Uh Fox News Digital asked Target how they can proclaim to support veterans in its corporate announcements while also funding an anti-military organization, but they did not receive a response, nor did NDN respond to a request for comment. Goodness gracious, Lord in heaven. The uh, land uh, back uh, page that they actually wrote, part of which you just read, basically equates the Palestinians uh, deal with Native Americans mm -hmm. earlier in our history, mm -hmm. which I, I don't see that uh, comparison. I'm sorry. The origin of the U.S. military and police is rooted in the establishment of informal militias composed of newly arrived settlers looking to make money and own land. The purpose of these informal militias, however, was not to keep the police or protect citizens, but to clear the land of as many natives as possible by killing indiscriminately and catching runaway enslaved Africans. All right. Uh, NDN supports Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in its stance against fossil fuels and calls the U.S. military the single largest institute polluter in the world. In another example of its stance on law enforcement, the organization expressed on its website opposition to Cop City in Atlanta, a police training center currently under construction. Left-wing activists are opposing the development of that training center, and you'll recall that in the platform of the SDA, they called for no police training centers. Mm -hmm. So so there seems to be a uh, synchronicity here between the uh, Socialist Democrats of America, which seem to be right on the same page with uh, some of the groups Target is giving money to. I, I just feel so strange talking about this because, again, Target has a laying on of hands back to uh, Mary Tyler Moore throwing her hat in the air in front of Dayton's. Dayton's was uh, a long-time staple of Minnesota culture. Yep. And uh, it's in its current form, which is Target. Apparently, they are very big in the uh, diversity and equity movement. 
In addition to NDN Collective, Target also funded the YWCA of Minneapolis, an organization seeking to bring racial equity uh, into local policy. Well, I guess in and of itself, there's nothing wrong with that. No, um, that's that's fine. But why are they pushing the envelope with some of these on-the-edge people? The organization gives, meaning the YWCA, gives anti-racist advice to parents and local community members, stating white kids should be raised to see race in order to understand systemic racism. Well, Target has no business raising children. Uh, we have to raise our children to see color. All the kids I'm familiar with see color. Uh, it's important that they understand that due to skin color, we are afforded different opportunities. And oftentimes our skin color impacts how we are able to move around in our society. Will Target refuse money paid by white people? Probably not. <laughs> Is this the same Target that was uh, looted and shut down on Lake and uh, Minnehaha? In yes, the, yeah, yes, one. and they claim that's a big part of their ideological mindset, that because they were personally affected by what they came to call that kind of inequity and uh, disturbance among particular populations of the city, they claim it opened their eyes to see more about what they should be doing uh, I don't. I think sounds like a well-crafted press release. And, and, I think and, they and, went over the top. They're calling for basically the elimination of the country, which is the same thing SDA is doing. Same thing. The elimination of the country as you know it. Uh, man, they really uh, covered this story extensively. Uh, before I get going too long, I better tell you that. Uh, I got another note here, if I can find it, uh, right here. Joe, I thought I'd drop you this garage door note. Three years ago, I was in need of a new garage door. After doing my due diligence and shopping it around, I picked Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities and could not have been more satisfied. Actually, it's Precision Garage, yeah, it's Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. My new garage door people. I could not have been more satisfied. The sales rep was friendly and explained everything thoroughly, answering <clears throat> any questions. The two gentlemen who installed the new door and new opener did a great job and even made sure that the opener was connected to my cell phone, which is exactly what they'd have to do for me because I wouldn't be able to figure it out. Hell yeah. Couldn't be happier with my choice, Dave Robinson. He's talking about our new friends at Precision Garage Door Twin Cities. They are really the best. I've met them. They're my new garage door people. They're available 24-7. They don't charge more for weekend work, and they uh, they don't want to linger and have to keep coming back. They do it correctly the first time. This would really up your curb appeal quotient. If you need yes. a new garage door, you can place that door with a guarantee and a warranty that is backed up with their promise to never be happy until you are. <laughs> That's Precision Garage Door serving the metro and western Wisconsin. Make sure you let them know you appreciate a GLer-owned business, and they are GLers. Precision Garage Door, they fix garage doors correctly. Find them at precisiondoormn.com. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. 
All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, Kenny, you sound great. June is safety month for Liberty Safe and Maple Grove Lock and Safe. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, all I know is big savings is what it means. Go to maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Then from there, link up to the Liberty website. And you're, you're going to discover that everything uh, online, all your online orders through the Liberty website, it's all 10% off. That's everything. Meanwhile, back at, meanwhile, back at the store, uh, Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, we have progressive savings all month long. Rich has done this before. The more you spend, the more money you save in the form of both instant and mail-in rebates. Uh, starting here, you spend $1,099, you save $100, and then the savings go all the way up to spend 8500 or more and save 700 buckaroonies. That's a good deal. Liberty Safe, of course, made here in the United States by Americans using materials procured in the United States. Lifetime transferable warranties. Nice deal from Liberty Safe and Maple Grove Lock and Safe. And, and when you're there, now make sure you ask Rich, the owner, about delivery and setup when you pick up your brand new Liberty Safe from Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Well, to, to continue with Target, they believe... Their positions are good for business. Hmm. Their CEO is a guy named Brian Cornell, uh, and he believes the diversity strategy is good for business. The things we've done from a D, uh, D E, and I standpoint is adding value. It's helping us drive sales. It's building greater engagement with both our teams and our guests. Because if you work there, apparently you're on a team. And if you shop there, you're a guest. And those are just the right things for our business today. Target also funds a YWCA chapter in St. Paul. Another grantee, the National Urban League, advocates for federal laws restricting the Second Amendment as well as alternatives to policing. Uh, okay. Uh, we know that a Target store was looted on Lake Street and that Target... Uh, believe that caused them to make a great deal of changes. In response to the violence at his stores, Target launched a marketing campaign promising it would do better. Well, it wasn't Target's fault that George Floyd got killed. Target said it was listening and learning its lessons. Exactly what those lessons are is not immediately clear. Uh, To our Lake Street community, we're listening, learning, and reopening. Okay. Wait a minute. That was back in 2022, I bet. Yeah, and just last month, they closed the store at 1300 West Lake Street. Oh. Yeah, shut down. The retail giant did not respond to a request for comment about its funding of at least $2.1 million towards the organization called GLSEN, which is pushing to adopt policies that would keep parents in the dark on their children's in-school gender transitions. Target also has a C-suite connection to GLSEN. Carlos Saavedra is vice president of brand marketing at Target and a treasurer at GLSEN. GLSEN provides sexually explicit books to schools for free and advocates for the integration of gender ideology at all levels of curriculum in public school, schools, including math classes. 
because I guess math is different if you're trans. It'll be a four. Two plus two is not four if you're... That's a different thing. It's different. Uh, Target partnered with GLSEN, a K-12 education group that focuses on getting districts to adopt policies that will keep parents in the dark. Okay. Uh, uh, This is Target. I'm I'm puzzled. Uh, uh, The corporation faced complaints for using a tuck-friendly women's swimsuit which allows trans women who have not had gender-affirming operations to conceal their private parts. Oh. All right. <sighs> you lay her in there horizontally. Look what I got. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Target also removed online displays by Ab Prowlin, a London-based company that sells occult and satanic-themed LGBTQ plus clothing and accessories outside of Target. Bring Satan to your transgender party. Let's go. Where's the hot dogs? <laughs> they've been they've been tucked. Yeah, uh, this is so ludicrous. It's it it doesn't seem real. Well, that's why I keep saying I'm I'm shocked that this is Target. Now, Target's diversity chief, John Height, yeah, is Kiera Fernandez. Indeed, she, it is. Presumably, she would be the woman. Who grant applications must go through. I would assume her department, yes. yes. What do we uh, know about her? Well, uh, we do know uh, there's a lot of interviews with her online where basically she says the company, they, she says they've had a D, uh, E, and I foundation for about 15 to 20 years. So Diversity, equity, and inclusion, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she says it's not new. They've had it for a long time, but uh, with uh, the events around George Floyd's death, yeah, uh, that they they expanded it. They talked to team members. They said were impacted by situations they described as similar yep. to what led up to jo- uh, George Floyd's murder. Uh, she said it resonated personally for her. Uh, she said they talked to all their team members to see to get their ideas of how the company operates, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, built from there. I guess is, mm-hmm. is the lesson we're supposed to get from all these interviews. Well, you would think. Now, I could be wrong. Uh, sometimes you are. You would think yeah. that the people running Target are smarter than me. Uh, you would think okay. that. Okay. They maybe had some extended education. I don't. No, I wouldn't think that. No. Well, they. Okay. You would think. You would think. Think. The people running Target know how to make money. Okay. Give, there you give go. me that because you yeah. don't. Yep. Because I don't. You're right. I don't. Save $100 out of every paycheck. So so check this out. Yeah, okay. You mean to tell me. I'm listening. That what some of the groups they fund are calling for. Rushmore, for example. Yeah. Demilitarization. Yep. No cops. No cop training centers. Uh, Tell white kids they're... They're pieces of BS. Uh, that that's good to make money? Because if it is, I'm really out of the loop. Yeah, I uh, they've overstepped their bounds. And the fact that somebody dug it up, I don't know if, they were, if this was a gotcha or if Target was saying, look what we got. It doesn't seem very family Target-esque. It's all over the interwebs. 
I mean, you can go to the London Daily Mail, and I don't because people might hold that in suspicion, I'm sure. Euphorians and people in liberal lakes and diversity hold Fox News in suspicion. But if it wasn't for these outfits, you wouldn't know this because the Star Tribune will never print one single word about this. No, no, no. Nor will the Pioneer Press. Not one single word. Where? Because they would, A, they wouldn't find it disturbing. Well, I was going to say, but they would. Why would they? Because they wouldn't find anything. Okay, but you know, right, it's, 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 it's in yeah. their template to agree with these kinds of things. Let's play the game. Where is the line? Target gets to donate money to Pride, and and uh, you're gay and you're lesbian. That's fine. I, does not a, not a problem. Here we go. That's great. Where where is the the line? That's a great question because I was thinking that as I read this, I was wondering what. Might a grantee do with its money that Target would disapprove of? Okay. They're already after Jews. They're already after public land. They're already after cops and prisons. The grantees are. What if you give two million to the XYZ activist group? Yeah. What would they have to do for Target to say? We want our money back. Burn down all targets. I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Then help me with this. Second Stork, which I've been a co-founder and board member for since 2008, since its inception, mm-hmm. has no politics, has no religion. Target has been very generous over the years with excess diapers and excess baby things that they have donated because they don't need it. Yes. That's to be commended. Yes. But when we go to the Target Foundation to say... We help these babies that are in great need, and we're not political, and we're not religious, and we don't have any demands. Why won't they give us ten grand? They don't do that. They they have not given us a grant for uh, you know the grants that we. But have. they give you stuff. Yes, and I'm not ripping Target. I'm just saying, what's the? Why wouldn't they look at this and say this is really good? Versus we want to put uh, promote homosexuality in libraries and teach weird math. Yeah. Well, that's 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 the great question we leave this with. What what is it they would disapprove of? Right. I, I can't come up. I mean, what, pretty close. what the hell is left? What is left? There there has to be a a, a target foundation boardroom where there's 12 to 15 members and they say in the head of it's this Kiera Fernandez well and that gets pat they got a stack this long yep. so every meeting they're going through it they're going yep nope yep nope why does that get yep who would who could justify saying these people need our money our grant money versus children with cancer or uh, the cleft palate stuff I mean there's so many other charities that you know all these corporations they're really browbeat into giving away money, aren't they? Yes. Every single corporation in the country is made to feel less than if they don't participate in corporate giving. Corporate giving can be very important. It can be very useful. You can see great examples of it every week on the PGA Tour. It's a badge of honor. Yeah, you want to... Okay, so they're all forced to do this. And some of them may do it lovingly and willingly. We we're we're in the we make a lot of money and we're going to give back to the community. Well, you can go take this stuff and shove it up your behind <laughs> right. because it behind. doesn't make any sense. It doesn't no, make any it sense. It does. It does make sense, Matthew. The problem with them not writing your organization 
What's the name of your organization again? Second Stork, secondstork.org. The reason why they're not writing you a check for 10 grand is you're not visible enough. You're not a big deal enough. What Target's doing here is just buying okay. good vibes. This is the equivalent of buying ad time, of making commercials, of making people feel good. All, all this is, is um, it's, it's community relations and they're trying to build or trying to buy the trust and love of the people that are affected by this. So they're trying to buy the trust and love of people who hate cops. <laughs> yes. Okay. And, and ironically, who loot Target. Every they're trying to they buy get. the trust and love of people who would just as soon see Mount Rushmore delisted. I I believe that. Uh, yeah. What lefties, percentage of the population lefties. could that be? Thank you. All, all Thank of you. them. That's the lefties. question. These are the lefties that are running the state in the cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. That's who they're. That's that's who this is directed at. I, you're not wrong. But it's the, the, only the thing left I can come up with. But the the mainstream left has to find a way to say, Target, we're lefties, but we don't need that. You're you're pairing us with these uh, on the edge, ready to fall off the cliff people that are just too far out there. We don't want to be associated with that. Leave us alone. The the GLBT regular uh, population most likely is not for removing of a. Uh, uh, settle, settle down, Billy. Uh, uh, America <laughs> is in shambles right now, and it's only getting worse every single day. Would, we are target, in- would target fund after-school devil worship groups? I hope <laughs> not. Yes, of course they would. <laughs> I hope not. Of course they I don't, would. I don't think so. Uh, I have a list. Oh, of Oh, John, the- you said you don't think so. Well, Wait, I have I a list. Let's, let's think. Well, g- okay, go ahead. Sure, what do you got sure. there? What do you got? I just have a list of all their grant recipients from last year. Oh, yeah. They're, they're yeah, all yeah. pretty much community organi- type organizations. Benign, you would say? Well, I, you know, uh, Native Governance Center, Minnesota Council of Nonprofits, Latino, LEAD, Headwaters Foundation, uh, Global Fund for Women, Charities Review Council, Agora Partnerships. I don't know what that is. Uh, Pillsbury United Communities, uh, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then right there is the NDN Collective. What I'm wondering is, because the NDN Collective's goal and main thing on their website is basically uh, equality for indigenous peoples, do, mm-hmm. do would they be silly enough not to look a little deeper into their views? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. no, it makes yeah. full total sense, yeah. Because if you go to the NDN thing, all it says is an indigenous-led organization dedicated to building indigenous power through organizing activism, philanthropy, grant-making, and creating sustainable solutions on indigenous terms. And then if you start clicking pages, you start finding all the others. So are you suggesting that somebody might just see the indigenous part and go, we want to give money back to the natives, that's fine, and not jumping into it? Then they got the wrong people in the positions of giving away money. I, w- yeah. I would agree. You should know oh, who you're giving They're money not to. thoroughly enough vetting these grantees. I, well, and the NDN, apparently, their big, big thing, their big item ticket, big ticket item, I guess it would be, yeah. is climate change. So maybe Target sees that. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out, like you guys, why the hell they would. Uh, I think Target is hanging on for dear life, and now they're throwing money after bad. Or if that even makes sense, they're they're throwing money to the enemies, to the people that would just as soon see them shut down. 
You know what they need to do? Well, Target, I'll never shop there, but it's because they don't go to stores. <laughs> Here's the deal. Do you want serious philanthropy? I mean serious philanthropy. Yeah. Then you go to some place right on the website like mnmasoniccharities.org. When you go to that website, you're going to learn about people that truly care about people. I'm talking about everyone. They're not funding anti-cops. They're not funding anti-cops. They are very community-oriented. They have a scholarship program I told you about. They've got so much good that they do, and they want you to get. They want me to get the word out to you. And those six several long-standing charities of Minnesota Masonry combined to create one umbrella organization, Minnesota Masonic Charities, a mission to promote even greater levels of philanthropy. And today, they're one of the most influential grant makers in Minnesota. So let's talk about them a little bit more, and that's why I'm telling you, go to their website and poke around, mnmasoniccharities.org, if you want to give them a buzz and ask them about whatever, 952-948-6200. They're in the heart of Bloomington, right here in good old Minnesota, and they're helping people old, young, and all the way in between. Learn more at mnmasoniccharities.org. There's your philanthropy. We don't go away. We don't go away. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. We don't well, go away. We don't the, go away. With the return of inhumane temperatures and humidity levels off the scales, also comes the return of uh, windshields covered in gooey smash bugs. Thankfully, Seafoam, they've got us covered with their amazing Bugs Be Gone solution. I bet you had about two inches of bugs on your front bumper when you got home from NODAC, didn't you, Johnny? I did. I had to clean the windshield five times between the two trips. Here's what you keep in the car. Keep it in the the passenger door in the back. A a little squirt bottle of Bugs Be Gone from Seafoam. It easily solves your frustrations of scrubbing these bugs. You just spray it on. It breaks up the sticky bond of bugs and crud, and then you just wash it away with water. And yes, bugs be gone, safe for all finishes. It's non-toxic and water. It's a water-based formula. Leaves no film or haze when it dries. Just a clear windshield and bumper with nearly uh, nary a bug in sight. Uh, you can use it on any kind of uh, stubborn organic crud. A lot of people, they'll try it on a car and then go, oh, oh. What about my camper? What about my motorcycle? Boat services, you name it. Anything organic, just spray it on, wash it off, and the bugs be gone. Just another wonderful product from our friends at Seafoam. So, uh, we've talked about this before, but somebody's going to make millions and millions of dollars coming up with an easy way to clean the inside of the front windshield. Someone's going to yeah, come up yeah, with it. Yeah, you can't that, get right up against the it's dash. too hard to do. It's the worst job yep. ever. Yep. Yep. I've actually, in my heavy, heavy smoking days when I had a flatter mm-hmm. front windshield, I would use, you know, the the squeegee thing that you clean the front of the windshield with. Yep. I used to use that on the inside. That's pretty bad, man. <laughs> and then all the water drips down in the dash, you wipe that off, and that's clean, too. Yeah. Hey. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joel. Uh, the, uh, by the way, uh, since we're talking about Target, if you'd like to find out who they contribute money to, the Corporation Foundation, yeah, that's uh, all available online, and you can click on the the people they give it to. Mm-hmm. And if you if you you may find things you don't like. That's all I'm saying. All uh, right. Just leave it at that. So, all right. uh, and there's only about twenty twenty five companies they contribute to, or uh, not companies, but uh, there's t- there's a certain number of companies that make the cut. 
Correct. And yes. John, if you send me that link, I'll post it with this podcast. Oh, I'll do that after the show, Ross. In news, the air quality alert for Minnesota and western Wisconsin has been extended through the end of the day today. The alert was initially scheduled to expire at 9 this morning, but they extended it for the east, central, and southeastern parts of the state, including the Twin Cities, due to lingering fine particle pollution. Huh. All comes as smoke from... Chunks of pollution. Chunks of soot. Yep. Yep. Chunks of soot. The alert comes as smoke from wildfires in Quebec moves west over the Great Lakes in Wisconsin, according to the MPCA. Smoke from the wildfires will make its way into eastern Minnesota and uh, potentially giving, uh, potentially going as far west as Rochester and St. Cloud. A man accused of killing a woman last week underneath a highway overpass in Owatonna has been arrested and charged with murder, according to uh, court documents. According to a warrant filed Friday in Steele County, 38-year-old Jason Lee Horner faced one count each of second-degree murder and illegal possession of a firearm in connection with the death of 25-year-old Sabrina Schnorr. A criminal complaint says Schnorr had mentioned to her friend she needed to get a gun. Because Horner, her ex-boyfriend, had gotten the gun, she needed to protect herself. Horner allegedly had a history of abusing Schnorr and at one point had threatened to kill her. Despite her friend's warnings to stay away, Schnorr went to meet with Horner on Monday because she thought he was going to prison. At 7.26 that day, the friend asked Schnorr to share her location via mobile app. The app showed last movement activity for Schnorr at 9.56. The next day, some of her friends became concerned. They followed the location data from the Life360 app and encountered her body beneath an Interstate 35 overpass. Police used video from nearby cameras to show events that led to her death. After Schnorr's death was ruled a homicide, the police issued a notice identifying Horner as the suspect. They did that on Friday. He was being looked for. Then Owatonna police say he was taken into custody early yesterday morning after law enforcement executed a search warrant at an apartment in Waseca. What a douchebag. <laughs> Rook. Uh, contact our mole, you know the one I'm talking yeah. about, and just write anything on Clee Swee question mark. I, I write it down every day on the show sheet. We got to find out what happens to Clee Swee. He shot Michael Brazel, murdered him, executed him. Mm-hmm. A man shot and killed by law enforcement in St. Croix County Saturday night, according to the St. Croix County Sheriff's Office. It happened about 1045 in the evening. Dispatchers getting a a call reporting a domestic disturbance. The Sheriff's Office said in a news release, the caller said her husband was out of control and talking about bringing his AR out. St. Croix County deputies and New Rich police officers arrived, found the caller outside the home. Officers were told that two kids and the caller's husband were inside the home. Law enforcement saw the man through a window, tried to talk to him as he was holding a hunting rifle. The man threatened authorities, then left the home with the gun to confront the officers. A St. Croix County deputy New Richmond officer fired their weapons. The man was hit and died at the scene. Nobody else injured in the incident. The man has not yet been identified. Star Tribune reporting 3M is nearing a settlement with scores of cities and water agencies over firefighting foam made with PFAs. Those, of course, we know as the forever chemicals that have tainted groundwater across the country. 3M and plaintiff's lawyers Sunday asked that a big trial scheduled to start today in Charleston, South Carolina, be delayed while mediation continues. U.S. District Court Judge Richard Gergel granted the motion this morning for the trial's continuance. Both 3M and plaintiff's lawyers told the court Sunday that they believe their time could be more effectively spent finalizing an agreement and obtaining the necessary approvals rather than commencing the trial of the case. 
Last week, DuPont, Dinamores Inc., Camores Company, and DuPont spinoff Corteva Inc. agreed to $1.2 billion settlement before the trial, which pits over 3,000 plaintiffs, including cities, towns, and public water agencies against several firefighting foam manufacturers. A suspected drunken driver arrested after hitting another car in Elk River, sending the other motorist off the highway to his death. That collision occurred about 1 in the afternoon Saturday on southbound Highway 169 at County Road 8. A Corvette being driven by 23-year-old Kyle Floor of Zimmerman was moving from the left lane into the right lane and hit a Honda Civic on its left front side. Alcohol used by Floor is suspected by the patrol as a factor in the crash. He was arrested, remains jailed on suspicion of criminal vehicular homicide. The impact sent the Honda off the road to the right where it hit multiple trees. The Honda's driver was killed in the accident. Some injuries for two passengers in that car. Floor and his passenger were not hurt. Court records in Minnesota say Floor's criminal history includes convictions for underage liquor possession, careless driving, and speeding. And he's 23? Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Mayo Clinic today unveiling billion-dollar expansion plans for its Rochester campus that had been at the heart of a legislative standoff last month. Construction could start as soon as 2024 on a redesign. And redesign would streamline the spaghetti layout of Mayo's parking, clinic, and hospital facilities and modernize the campus for new medical and wearable personal health technologies. Preliminary map shows clinical space expanding from the Gonda building. That's the most recognizable Mayo Tower with its valet entrance and marble-filled hobby. The expansion loops around the north side of Calvary Episcopal Church, stretches westward for two blocks. Parking and non-clinical buildings to the north and south would include new or existing structures, including the historic Lourdes High School building that Mayo bought back in 2013. Dear leader decided not to screw that one up, didn't he? <laughs> we will uh, take a Hold short on. break here. That's going on the post-it. I cannot forget that one. Der, mm-hmm. D-E-R, right? Der Leader. Der Leader. Didn't screw that one up. We'll take a short break and come back with more news. <laughs> This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. So it's a little known fact that not only am I shadow management at Hubbard Broadcasting, uh, I'm also shadow management at Tri-State Bobcat, Little Canada, Hudson, Burnsville, and we're going to be opening soon in St. Croix Falls. Yeah, I said we, us. You know, I'm shadow management. Uh, We ran a sale in May that I have decided as shadow management, we're going to keep going. Uh, until I hear otherwise from real management. Uh, the sale is on a couple of Toro Time Cutter Zero Turn mowers. The 54 inch, we're still selling it. The My Ride Suspension now, keep that in mind, $48.99. Only Toro's throwing in a rebate of 200 and we at Tri State are throwing in another 200 So that means your final price on this 54 inch, you're $42.99. The other one is the 50 inch Time Cutter, $38.99. Uh, already a good price. My Minus the $100 instant rebate. Final price there, $37.99. But that price includes a whole lot of warranty. Tri-State Bobcat special five-year warranty and a Toro Total Care warranty extension. 
a $460 value, among other things. The Toro Total Care, that allows for uh, pickup and delivery within 25 miles of, of your uh, store and up to 30% of reimbursement on covered maintenance items. A wonderful deal on a solid American lawn mowing machine. Tri-State Bobcat, we've got the Metro covered. Burnsville, Little Canada, Hudson, and Tri-State also has Oatana covered. Mankey's equipment. And look for Tri-State Bobcat opening soon, Highway 8 in St. Croix Falls. On the web, tristatebobcat.com. News from Iowa in that uh, six-story apartment building collapse mm-hmm. this morning. Uh, the police, you said, they now have recovered the bodies of all three men that they were looking for, but they have no other information if there's anybody else missing. One of the residents injured in the collapse of an apartment building also sued the city of Davenport this morning and the building's current and former owners, alleging they knew of all the deteriorating conditions and failed to warn residents of the risk. The complaint filed on behalf of Dana Feuerbach alleges multiple counts of negligence and uh, seeks unspecified damages. Unresolved questions include why neither the owner nor city officials warned residents about potential danger. Structural engineers report issued days before the collapse indicated a wall of the century-old building was at imminent risk of crumbling. Documents released by the city show that city officials and the building's owner had been warned for months that parts of the building were unstable. So the Democratic Socialists of Minnesota should take warning here. Take heed. This is what's going to happen to all of your apartments if, in fact, uh, you get free rent and all of that other nonsense that you've been trying to push through. Saudi Arabia will reduce how much oil it sends to the global economy, taking a unilateral step to prop up the sagging price of crude oil after two previous cuts to supply by major producing companies in the OPEC Plus alliance failed to push oil higher. The Saudi cutting off one million barrels per day to start in July comes as other producers agreed in a meeting in Vienna to extend earlier production cuts through next year. Saudi Energy Minister Abdulaziz bin Salman calls the reduction a lollipop. He said the cut could be extended and that the group will do whatever is necessary to bring stability to the market. The new cut will likely push up oil prices in the short term, but the impact after that would depend on whether Saudi Arabia decides to extend it, according to Jorge Leon, senior vice president of oil markets research at Rystead Energy. The slump in oil prices has helped U.S. drivers fill their tanks more cheaply and gave consumers worldwide some relief from the inflation. Gas is not going to become cheaper, Leon said. If anything, because of this, it will become marginally more expensive. If only there was some way America could produce its own <laughs> gasoline. That's not possible. If There's too many, there too many white tipped owls that would be displaced. So. That's yeah. true. What's the, what's the common sense solution for this oil thing in a, in a five-second five elevator pitch? Well, you take this AOC Green New Deal BS and you burn it, and you start saying, let's uh, start drilling here, boys. Let's go. Okay. I was going to answer drill, 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 which drill. I guess is the same answer, huh? Yep. <laughs> and that is the reason why we don't drill is because the white-tipped owl might be displaced? No, or is it... we don't drill because the uh, current administration does not want you dependent on fossil fuels. Okay. It, it, the white-tipped owl, that's a competitor of Swisher Sweets. If, I thought if that I'm was not... a cigar, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's a cigar. The old man, yeah. my old man smoked those. <laughs> Fine cigar.
<laughs> a wayward and unresponsive business plane that flew over the nation's capital Sunday afternoon caused the military to scramble a fighter jet before the plane crashed in Virginia. The fighter jet caused a loud sonic boom that was heard across the capital region. Hours later, police said rescuers had reached the site of the plane crash in a rural part of the Shenandoah Valley and that there were no survivors. The FAA says the Cessna citation took off from Elizabethton, Tennessee on Sunday, was headed to Long Island's MacArthur Airport. Inexplicably, the plane turned around over New York's Long Island and flew a straight path down over D.C. before it crashed over the mountainous terrain. Flight tracking sites showed the jet suffered a rapid spiraling descent, dropping at one point at a rate of more than 30,000 feet per minute before crashing in the St. Mary's Wilderness. The plane that crashed registered to Encore Motors of Melbourne, Inc., which is based in Florida. John Rumpel, who runs the company, told the New York Times his daughter, two-year-old granddaughter, her nanny, and the pilot were aboard the plane. They were coming back to their home in East Hampton on Long Island after visiting his house in North Carolina, he said. The whole episode brought back some memories of the 1999 crash. Yeah. Of a Learjet that lost cabin pressure and flew aimlessly across the country with professional golfer Payne Stewart aboard. That jet crashed into South Dakota pasture. Six people dying. I was talking to a pilot at the airport, uh, and he's a fan of the show, and he flew those big, big C-130 things. He's retired now, but he was walking in. I was walking out, and I said, what's the deal? And he said, there's a sensor on there that has to be set, and if it's not the right way, you... Uh, they practice this in training. They'll take them up to 50, 25,000 feet, kill their oxygen so they know when it's they start to get tingly. This mm-hmm. is a, a test move that they do. And he said, once you start to get tingly, you have to get oxygen on everybody or your toast. He said, this guy just didn't, he, uh-huh. he was out too fast. Hmm. Wow. Scary. The secret, the secret to living to 100 could all be down to your gut. According to a new study, well, well it's getting bigger. So they all know. right, oh, I'm, two, I'm good for two hundred. That's what they mean, fellas. Sorry, oh, oh, researchers from the University of Copenhagen studied 176 centurions, cent, no, centenarians, cent, well, people who are 100 years Got old, it. old Roman <laughs> guards. They, old they, they studied old Roman guards. Okay, from Japan, though. Or whatever. (laughs) Found they had a unique combination of of gut bacteria. Dr. Joachim Johansson said previous research has shown the intestinal bacteria of old Japanese citizens produce brand new molecules that make them resistant to pathogenic disease-promoting microorganisms and... If their intestines are better protected against infection, that's probably one of the things that cause them to live longer than others. Specific viruses in the intestines can have a beneficial effect on the intestinal flora and thus on your health, according to a study. The Japanese sent to, uh, why can't I say that? Centenarians? Centurions. Centenarians. Centenarians. Sentinels. Also Send help huge, now. Be quiet. Also had a huge variety of both bacteria and bacterial viruses in their guts. Uh, Associate Professor Simon Rasmussen said high microbial, microbial, That's microbial a diversity. Microbial. Yeah, it's like Vinegar. It's usually associated with a healthy gut micro. Oh, God, there's a lot of words here. Microbial. Anyway. 
Anyway, uh, no, this one's... In other micro, words, there's a lot of stuff micro, going on in the gut. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah micro, so microbiome. Yeah, microbiome, it's easy. I can, I can give you advice because I've got a big-ass gut. Yeah, uh, eat, eat spam. Don't yeah. eat more than four hot dogs yep. and try to lay off the Velveeta. There you go. Don't That's eat the, more than four <laughs> hot dogs. Four is okay, not more than not four. Not more than four a day, yeah. And the Velveeta. How many of them can be cold? Uh, well, oh. all of them can be cold. Oh, okay. That's yeah. I used to love that, just grabbing them out of the pack when I was a kid. No. Oh, yeah. I so slurp good. on them for a while like they're an expensive cigar. When my mom worked as a waitress at the at the Lexington, my dad <laughs> would serve a, such a gourmet meal as scrambled eggs with chopped up hot dogs in it. And he really thought that was, that was, that was, was gourmet. You know what? He was living on <laughs> yeah. the edge. <laughs> I put those in the tomato soup, Matthew. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, Kenny, are are you still seeing a therapist? No, no, it's been no. years. No, yeah. Joe's my okay. therapist. Yeah. <laughs> In Australia, a popular Adelaide nightclub has apologized for a controversial promotion that offered free drinks based on bra sizes. What's wrong with the, that? Oh. The Wolf Shed on Hindley Street advertised the event on social media, promising an allocation of free drinks based on bra sizes. The post said, "The bigger, the better." The campaign, which involved they the bras. stole that from Japan, didn't they? The bigger, the better. They don't stole it from you. Japan. Do, do, no, do, do. We don't know what that is. No, no, that, that, that one went right by me. Yeah, you needed mental editing there. I was actually just thinking about putting bras on my head, using my head as a judge. You know, because somebody's got a judge, sure. you can't just yeah. walk in and say, "Hey, I'm an H." Well, it depends on the age well, group. Uh, you know, you don't want to. Oh, my God. The campaign, which involved the broadcast. At a certain age, you know. And yeah, yeah. I need help in aisle five with this lumber. Where? Bring the forklift. Yep. Get her over here. Forklift. Hike up that strap, mama. The uh, campaign, which involved the bras being hung from walls inside the nightclub, sparked outrage online. Of course. The club sincerely apologized. No. Really? Yeah. That sounds like yeah. headdressing yeah. to me. They knew that they would have to apologize. Oh, they, they were getting yeah. the publicity. Yeah. yeah. And look at it. made it all the way to the Twin Cities now, podcast. Twin Cities, what yeah. if they did the opposite, or they did the opposite with um, um, men, and uh, it was a swimsuit size? You'd have to have one of them fold-over swimsuits you can get at Target. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thompson twins did bigger and better. Good. Yep. <laughs> that was late oh, 80s, boy. mid-80s. Okay. Shame oh, on Oh, Thompson you. twins. Yes. I got it. Got yeah. It. Yeah, they had some hints. They were yeah, good. All right. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> Don't start, Olson. Uh, it appears Elon Musk's recent claims about ad revenue being on the upswing may not be true for Twitter. Uh, U.S. advertising revenue for Twitter the five weeks from April 1st to the first week in May was $88 million. That's down 59% from a year earlier, according to an internal presentation. The company has regularly fallen short of its U.S. weekly sales projections, sometimes by as much as 30%, according to the document. Twitter's ad sales staff is concerned advertisers might be spooked by a raise in hate speech and pornography on the social network, as well as more ads featuring online gambling and marijuana products. The company has forecast that its U.S. ad revenue this month will be down at least 56% every week compared with a year ago. A recent valuation of the company put it at $15 billion. Uh, Musk, as we know, paid $44 
billion for it not too long ago. Issues will soon be inherited by Linda Yaccarino, NBCU, uh, NBC Universal executive who Musk named Twitter's chief executive last month. She's expected to start the job this week, according to people familiar with the company. And an off-duty Florida cop was arrested for allegedly, uh, you got to follow along to this one, okay? It took me a minute to figure it out. So off-duty Florida cop arrested for allegedly teaming up with a pregnant woman to beat the guy who had been dating both of them at the same time. Okay. So the off-duty Florida cop is a woman. That's correct. All right. Miami date officer, 34-year-old Anna Perez and 35-year-old Mila Zuloga, uh-huh. both face both face battery charges after they confronted the boyfriend they unknowingly shared at a Palmetto Bay restaurant on Friday after midnight. The man was cornered by the two women inside Miller's Ale House as they yelled at him about the infidelity with the tent scene escalating with both the women starting to hit him. Police said both women struck the man multiple times in the face and torso. It remains unclear if the women agreed beforehand to confront their boyfriend or if they stumbled upon him by accident at the same time. Mm-hmm. Police noted that while Perez was dating the man, he shared a home with Zaloga, who's seven months pregnant. Miami-Dade Police Director Alfredo Ramirez said the department is working with the state attorney's office to investigate the incident regarding the officer who has since been placed on leave with pay pending to review the case. Such, what did you do back in your banana suit wearing days when you'd stroll into a gig <laughs> or a bar or uh, a local public house and find the two, two of the, the uh, ladies you've been dating were both in there? Well, what would you uh, What would you do? I was just so friendly and kind to both of them that I I uh, was able to diffuse the situation. Well, the key for wrong, Such... Wrong answer. No, the key to Such is he had him on either end of the of the restaurant. Yeah. So he'd go and sit down and have a couple of drinks and some fries over there. And he'd say, I got to go to the bathroom. A couple of drinks the other side. and some fries. That's I what see you Don, just said. I, I see Don Knotts um, performing as Such yeah. in this scenario. Yeah. No, the proper question is you turn around. What did you do that for? You, you turn around and you get the hell out of there. Yeah, that's, I've done that's that. That's the correct yeah. answer. Why don't we come back and uh, we will come back. Okay. Right after okay. this. We're going to come back. Boy, have I got a deal for you. Tis the season. Actually, it's not the season right now. The season's going to be next year, July 14th to the 21st. Again, that's in 2024. I'm talking about you getting away with the Rook and a whole bunch of fun people, garage logicians. Yes, how about going to Croatia aboard the Adriatic King, a seven-night, 18-cabin motor yacht, cruising down the coast of Croatia from Split to Dubrovnik. Dubrovnik. I'll tell you what, it's going to be a great time. You need to find out about this, and you need to go to their website, escapewithusvacations.com. Now, they went on the trip last year. They I'm didn't tempted do... to go to see how you handle this. They didn't. Do... You couldn't find Croatia on a map. <laughs> That's why. You don't have to worry about a thing. You know why? Because there's almost everything is included in this. Lunch and breakfast daily, welcome dinner, captain's dinner, seven nights, eight days cruise from Split to Dubrovnik, pool, jacuzzi, and sauna on the sun deck, on the boat. I want you to call these guys and book your trip right now. They'll give you all the pricing. They'll give you the down payments. And remember, it's not this year. It's next year. Teresa and Maria, Escape With Us Vacation, 651-788-4338. Do you want to hear if the rookie really snores or not at night? They'll probably dump me in the digging. There's only 18 cabins. 
18 cabins. And if That's they, cool. That's a small boat. There's a potential to book another one if this one sells out. Okay. So we'll find out. We'll take the whole crew. Uh, again, 651-788-4338. It's game on for next year in Croatia. I, think we, I think we should all go. Yes. Go out, learn more at escapewithusvacations.com. Yeah, Croatia is cool. Truth, justice, and the suchery. I want to host the one that goes up and down the Mississippi map. Uh, the Mississippi Queen? Yeah, I that don't know what it's called. That was supposed to be here. Um, but yeah, that's the one I want to host. But I don't want to bring anybody along. No GLers, just me. Oh, Viking yeah. Cruise. I think there's a new one. It's the Viking Cruise. You can just sit up on the roof by yourself. <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> Eating your salmon and Velveeta. Yeah. yeah. Um, wearing cut-off shorts, no shirt, no shoes. <laughs> kind of like Huck Finn. <laughs> Sunburn. And his trusty partner. Uh, Moon oh, Motorsports. Oh, no. Well known to have the most exciting showroom in the region. We all know it. Uh, And if you haven't been there, you really should know that they have 11 major brands right on hand. And the service and parts department, uh, they're going to help you get the most out of your machines. When you do stop by Moon Motorsports, you'll find a great lineup of off-road machines and a great lineup of Fox gear to go with them. Moon has the newest Fox gear in stock right now. Moon also has a wonderful website at moonmotorsports.com. And one of the first things you're going to notice if you go there today is the big banner ad for the Moon upcoming, the Moon's upcoming? Yeah, let's go with Moon's uh, upcoming Kids Day event featuring the pop Wheelie Wizards stunt team uh, with plenty of games and styles for the family. That's happening on Saturday, June 17th. They're right there in Monticello, 20 minutes from the metro on the south side of 94, just west of 25. They are Moon Motorsports, your ATV side-by-side and adventure motorcycle brand leaders. Moonmotorsports.com. Only because they come to us all the way from Fernandina, and only because Patrick's bellowing in the other room. God, between him yelling and you shuffling papers. This is from the Traveling Lymans. You heard this? I did, too. Uh, on this day in 1806, John McDonald, the first European-American immigrant to live permanently in Wright County, was born in Maine. In 1847, he moved to St. Anthony and helped build the dam... At the falls. He worked in the mills there until he quit. Then he became something else. Wow. Exciting okay, news. that's that's it. I'm done. In on this day in eighteen seventy three, a oh. delegation of German Mennonites from Russia arrived in St. Paul to assess the state for settlement. June 5th. Mennonite settler colonists soon established homesteads around Mountain Lake in Cottonwood County. Mountain Lake sounds like a cool lake. And on this day in 1885, the Western Appeal, later the Appeal, the first Minnesota-published African-American newspaper to gain national readership, premiered under the editorship of Frederick D. Parker. Hmm. Okay. So we had that going for us. Frederick D. Parker. Which was nice. Yeah. All of that on this day, June 5th, June in the uh, history of this once great state of Minnesota. It really was. Yeah. I have to save uh, quite a bit of sad news for tomorrow. Uh-oh. It regards uh, the production of EVs. And when I say I'm saddened by it, I, I mean that. I'm, tear up Tuesday. Nah, it's not tear up, oh. but I, I'm disheartened. Okay. Disheartened. Okay. Thank you, GLers.
Thank you for what? Thank you for being a fan of this show, which you may have found if you went to the Pod MN on your smartphone. You found a library of all sorts of uh, podcasts that'll entertain you, educate you, and some just to pass the time. Not Garage Logic, though. You found that on Pod MN on your smartphone. Then you go over to YouTube. Yeah, Garage Logic has a YouTube channel you can subscribe to, and there's more wonderful videos, some 10, 12, 15 years old that you can check out. If you're new to the show, you want to get a little history of Garage Logic, you can by subscribing on our YouTube channel. Then we swing over to garagelogic.com. You can check out the Garage Logic Town Council for 10 bucks a year, 10 bucks a month, or 100 bucks a year. You sign up, you're going to get a $10 Fred Loney's hardware and garden store gift certificate. That's all found at garagelogic.cha. You are the worst, Sooch. What is wrong with you? 